Hello, everybody. It's the Homes Real Estate Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about retirement. Is it better to be a homeowner or a renter? Stay tuned. All right. Hello, everybody. It is the Homes Real Estate Podcast. I'm Peter Toring. And I'm Chris Van Bell. All right. We're talking about home ownership versus renting and retirement. I think I saw this. I think it started with like an Adam Ruins Everything, one of these stupid television shows uh, that said, hey, if you took out uh, all the money, that if you just rented your whole life and you took all the money that you would have used on home improvements and property taxes and uh, homeowner's insurance and you invested it, you could be better off in retirement than if you're a homeowner. I'm thinking that's fake news, buddy, but uh, let's get, dig into it and uh, see what we come up with. So the just to from the the actual numbers of the thing, Federal Reserve conducts a survey of consumer finances. So this is data across all economic and social groups. So it's not just one segment of the population. Average net worth of a homeowner at age 65, 47 and a half times greater than a renter, 310000 versus $6,700. That's a pretty damn big differential. Well, that's huge. You got to figure there's probably speculating a little, a little bit different mindset as owner versus renter. Um, you have a lot of variables as a renter too. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Is it a, uh, is a net worth issue? Is it the home ownership that causes the net worth to be that way of, of each one of them? Or is it the type of person that tends to buy a home is going to tend to have a greater net worth anyways? Well, take a look at it. Um, you own a home. Are you more likely to replace a carpet when it goes bad? If you rent a home, are you going to replace that same carpet and try to do anything for yourself? Right. Uh, and that's the there is that element of, of not only wanting to improve where you're at, but also the, the element of stability there. Uh, you know, you know, as a renter, you don't know where you're going to be in, in five years. You're not saying, hey, you know, unless you've got it locked into a super long lease here. Uh, as a homeowner, you're generally committed to that home, and it's a kind of a sign of stability there, I think. Well, and then you can make the improvements, do the better things to the home, because you know how much you're paying monthly. Mm-hmm. If you're in a rental situation, maybe you have to renew every year. Maybe the landlord doesn't want long-term for whatever reason, but you have to renew every year, and your your rent may go up. Right. And so the I, you know we're in groups with a lot of landlords. The vast majority of landlords raise their rents at least every two years. They try, yeah. And, and normally every year, even if it's a $20 you know, month difference. So your rent is going to go up. As far as I know, other than maybe some changes in your escrow account, maybe you've made vast improvements to the home and the tax man comes out and says, hey, we're going to raise your property taxes. Other than that, your mortgage payment isn't going up. No. and Unless you're in a dumb loan. Well. <laughs> you know, but the vast majority of people are we, not. We right try now. to avoid arms. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, unless you change the situation yourself and either you refinance or, or do something a little different or take out an equity line, um, your payment stays the same for the life of the loan. Now, let's talk about that equity line, too. If at age 65 you've been running forever, you know, hopefully the, these investments have paid off. But let's say that, too. This is also assuming that you figure out what it would have cost you in insurance and in taxes and in uh home maintenance, and you invested every single dollar of that. That, to me, seems like a pretty disciplined approach. Which a lot of people aren't. Right. So I think that this is, maybe it works in theory. I don't know that it works in practice. Um, But back to that equity line, if you've been running this whole time, even if you've got some investment money, you still have got a payment or you still have to live somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, and whereas on the, if you're a homeowner, you could be payment free, or if you needed some cash, you could take some equity out of your home. I think these are some pretty good points on this. 
Or you can go buy another home and keep this one as an uh, investment. Right. Uh, and now that and that's a great thing, too, is once you've got the equity in your home, that can be... Now, there's a lot of people that will advise you to you know leverage this and leverage that. I'm not endorsing that. What I am saying is there are certain situations in which you could leverage the equity in your home to invest anyways. Absolutely. Um, so not saying that that's the best in all cases, uh, but it certainly is available to you. So... Another thing we wanted to talk about too is with the the rental argument. I always hear, "Well, I don't have to do this. I don't have to, you know, when uh, when the furnace goes out, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. I don't have to pay property taxes." And you, but you still kind of are. You know, this is all baked into your rent. It, it is, and if we look at maybe a thousand dollar a month rental payment, that's covering the taxes, that's mm-hmm. covering any HOA fees, that's any kind of insurance that a landlord may have and who who knows nowadays he may have a home warranty that we don't know about mm-hmm. um so you know a landlord is going to protect themselves right and and now to be fair to the to the renters uh it may be something that you have to look not apples to apples a thousand rent versus a thousand mortgage payment it might be a thousand rent versus 900 mortgage payments or something like that you know to to uh make up that difference uh, so we might not be making the same apples to apples comparison, but the other thing too that we need to look at is you're also paying a profit margin. You're paying your landlord's mortgage. Well, he's not doing it for free. You know, right. he's not going to have a seven hundred fifty dollar note on the property and rent it out for seven hundred fifty bucks a month. Exactly. So you're you're also paying for profit for your landlord, uh, and also if a landlord was not making, if he wasn't profiting with all the home repairs, everything like that, the property taxes, he wouldn't be a landlord, guys. That's 100% true. Uh, well, at least in most cases. So uh, <laughs> the smart landlords, at least. So uh, this is something to look at. And again, we've, and we showed it, did uh, kind of a condensed version of this in a, a Facebook video. Uh, we're not saying that, I think the point of this debunking was uh, to say that you can't just have, well, your home is your greatest investment and that's all you have to do is become a homeowner and you'll be wealthy in retirement. I think that's true. I don't think that that's really the case. That's how it is, was, and ever shall be in most cases. You know, I think that you still need to, obviously, you still need to invest. You still need to have, you know, have some sort of you know 401k or you know tax advantage savings plan. And we're not financial advisors. But we are saying a home is an investment. And it's also not optional. You have to have somewhere to live. Oh, absolutely. It's just... Yeah, every situation is different. What do you want to do? What works for you? There's a lot of cases where people can't afford a home, but renting or or leasing is a good part of their lifestyle. You know, right. we're not saying anything against that. We also have people, some even some folks that I know, um, who it, it it makes a lot more sense for them to rent. If you're we and we've said this before, uncertain situations, or also uh, we have somebody that we know very well that just got a very very sweet deal on a lease, pays way less than they would in a mortgage. So they said, we're going to stay there. Makes oh, sense. absolutely. So, no, in that way, you're going to pack away a couple dollars. Exactly. So, again, we're not saying your home should be your only investment, but certainly is an investment. And statistically speaking, over the last 50 years, even adjusted for inflation, home prices have risen significantly. So your likelihood of it being worth more is significant. That is so true, true, and even true. I mean, yes, there's going to be drops in the market. Things are going to go down here and there. But year over year, since the beginning of time, since... Uh, mortgaging, home buying, and all that was a thing. Property values have gone up. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing we say about the stock market. Uh, they asked Warren Buffett, "Hey, the stock market dropped X amount of points. There, you lost five hundred million dollars." No, I didn't. I didn't sell anything. Uh, you know, I'll wait till they go back up, and I'll gain money in the long term. We think this, the same is true of home ownership. 
All right, wonderful guys. Check us out on Facebook, myself at facebook.com slash homemacomb, Chris at Chris Fambell Realtor. Uh, check us out also on the Instagram and the Snapchat. Follow the podcast, the Homes Real Estate Podcast on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you happen to listen to your podcasts. Also, these are going to be going up on YouTube. Uh, and check us out uh, our short videos too. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We will catch you next time. Take care.